I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Monday, February 13th, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech, all in less than seven minutes. So Peak Pals, North American companies ordered 44,100 robots last year. Now, that's an 11% increase from the year before, and it's good enough for a new record. But here's the thing. As companies struggle with labor shortages, they're actually, in many cases, resorting to hiring us cold-blooded workers. And as consumer demand is expected to decrease this year, companies like Amazon, they're less likely to build new robot build operating warehouses. So Peak Pals, what do you think? We've seen a lot of advancement innovation in the AI space, but it feels like the robotic space has been lagging. But do we think robots are here? Do we think they'll be here in five years? Let us know on Twitter. But Peak Pals, beside robots, here's what we've got for you today. For our first story, it's the biggest marketing event of the year. For our second story, we've got a great jobs report to report on. And for our last story, daycare is becoming a big business. For our first story, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Philadelphia Eagles may have squared off in the Super Bowl final yesterday. Now, we don't know who won yet because we're recording this earlier in the day, but Jay thinks it'll be the Eagles. I'm betting it's the Chiefs. But for brands, the real action starts when the game stops. So here's what's driving the news. Fox is expected to rake in about $600 million after selling out of its Super Bowl ad slots. Now, the average cost of a 30-second spot was pegged at about $6.5 million US, and some ended up going for over $7 million. The Super Bowl is huge for the economy because it's the biggest marketing event of the year. Think of it as the state of the union for the consumer economy, showering 200 million plus viewers the trends and products companies think will want to spend money on in 2023. Now, depending on your service provider, you may have to catch these ads hunched over your laptop on YouTube after the final whistle, but here's what you can expect from the world's biggest brands during the Super Bowl. So for booze, brands like Crown Royal and Heineken Warrior ads for the first time in over 30 years after Anheuser-Busch, the manufacturer of Budweiser and Michelob Ultra relinquished its exclusive rights to all alcoholic ads. Now look, you know, who needs a rebrand more than Jesus? A Christian nonprofit dropped $20 million as part of a quote-unquote He Gets Us campaign, which looks to reintroduce JC to those who are spiritually open but skeptical at a time when faith is on the decline. And betting, DraftKings will pair up with Molson to let viewers earn money by making bets on the commercial, and FanDuel will run a live commercial where Rob Gronkowski attempts a field goal to win betters money. Now, brands are also increasingly releasing ads well in advance to ensure maximum exposure, while some eschew the big game entirely in favor of TikTok. And here's one thing you won't see this year, crypto. Last year's Super Bowl was dubbed the Crypto Bowl because of how many, some might say too many, crypto ads flooded the airwaves. After the sector's meltdown last year, companies no longer have cash to splash. That means no Larry David in an FTX ad this year. For our second story, like an unscheduled meeting with a boss or a wedding invite from an ex, the latest labor report is a surprise that you're not really quite sure what to make of. Here's what happened. So Canada added 150,000 jobs in January, obliterating analyst expectations, which projected a measly gain of only 15,000 jobs. The country's labor market has now added jobs for five straight months as unemployment remains at a near record low of 5%. Now, the U.S. also reported surprisingly robust job gains last week adding 517,000 jobs instead of an expected 187,000 jobs as unemployment levels fell to 54-year lows. And it matters because these bonkers job numbers are something of a mixed bag. So on one hand, the immense gains are easing concerns over Canada being on the verge of a recession, which some economists feared fairly recently could happen in early 2023. Now, on the other hand, though, a hot job market raises concerns about persistent inflation. Wage increases may have cooled slightly, but they have still jumped 4.5 
2.5% compared to January in 2022. Now, the Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem, or as we call him on the Peak Daily, TMAC, said this week, if the labor market stays this tight, we're not going to get back to the 2% inflation. He added that continued wage growth of 4 to 5% also isn't consistent with getting inflation back to the 2% target. That's a big yikes. Now, look, the bottom line is this. The Bank of Canada promised to cool it on rate hikes, but now experts, they aren't so sure that they actually can. Scotiabank's head of capital markets, economics, told the Globe, if we keep getting data even remotely like this, then don't rule out another hike as soon as April. For our third story, delivery apps and financial tech are out. For some investors, daycare is in. Here's what's driving the news. So ever since the federal government announced it would put $30 billion towards childcare, private equity firms and institutional investors have taken an interest in the toddler-focused biz. This is all per the Globe and Mail. And it matters because when government money starts flowing into really any industry, investors take note. And without a framework that establishes requirements around how that money can be spent, the quality of goods or services can be compromised in the pursuit of profits. So one study found that on average, nonprofit centers did better than for-profit ones on measures such as staff training and child-to-worker ratios, similar investments into dental and veterinary clinics, industries booming with opportunity and facing labor shortages are currently playing out right now. And for instance, daycares that are located in desirable locations, they offer nutritious meals and they teach children STEM subjects, they'll carry more costs than those that cut costs by opting for cheaper rent, lower quality food, and minimum wage pay. One operator told the Globe and Mail, you don't open a daycare to get rich, but she added that many owners she knew had received interest from buyers. But although the federal deal is intended to prioritize nonprofit centers, a for-profit sector backed by private equity might be better positioned to create enough supply to meet the government's target of 250,000 new licensed spaces by 2026. Now next, as investors take baby steps toward their next biz opportunity, governments are in the process of negotiating accountability rules that will guide the for-profit childcare sector. Peak Pals, thanks for making us your most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, why not follow this podcast on your app of choice and leave us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Peak Pals, and have a great week. When you give me shock, when-